Welcome back to the Boldly Went podcast. In this podcast, you'll hear the brief and true adventure stories told in front of live audiences at Boldly Went shows by outdoor enthusiasts and athletes of all kinds. I'm excited to be sharing the stories with you in this week's episode. Thanks for listening. My name is Angel Mathis, and I'm the regular host of the Boldly Went podcast. Keep listening. Last year, Boldly Went joined the race to Alaska for a really fun trip up the Inside Passage with some really cool folks on the media team. We were surrounded by filmmakers and photographers and legendary supporters and boaters, and we had so much fun. Right before the race to Alaska started, we got to host an event there at the Ruck, which is a party that happens between 7048 and the start of race to Alaska. It is at this party at the Ruck that we met Larry Lehman, who we're going to hear the story from today called Kayak from Juno to Glacier Bay. Larry's biggest brag is that he summited Denali and his favorite sport is hiking. Here's Larry. I wanted to start this story by telling you that it started out, I was completely in the dark and it took a while to get dawn. So I'll, I'll back up a little bit. I been to Alaska three times, and the second time I saw kayaks in the strait, and they were out there chasing orcas, and I said, I've got to do that. i got to get a kayak. So I mail-ordered a kayak, never having paddled one. I learned how to paddle it, learned how to roll it, and learned how to pack, which I already knew how to pack, but how to pack into a kayak is a whole different game. And we decided I wanted to go to Glacier Bay. And I figured, now how do I get there? And so I drove from where I lived at the time in New Mexico to Seattle. My biggest concern was where do I park the car for a month? Uh, found a, a parking garage, and so they were able to take the car. I took the kayak, dropped it off at the ferry dock, and the ferry dock took me up to, uh, to Juneau. And then I discovered that in Juneau, they arrive at 12 o'clock, midnight. And they don't go to Juneau. They go to Auk Bay, which is about 20 miles outside of Juneau, roughly. And I discovered that I unloaded. And then when they were done unloading and the ferry left, the lights were turned off. And I was standing in the parking lot in total blackness. There was one light I could see in the far distance. And I thought, hmm. So anyway, I was able to get my stuff flashlight in hand and in mouth get myself into the kayak and get the kayak launched into the water. And I don't know how many of you have ever tried to kayak in the pitch dark. There was just one red light in the far distance and that was all I could see at all. And so I kept the kayak upright long enough for dawn, paddled across out to Chicago Island, Admiralty Island, and across um, Lynn Canal. And I don't know if you're familiar, Lynn Canal is sort of like Hood Canal. 200 miles long and five miles wide. And so it's got a, a long reach for the waves to build up. 
and you're going across them in the kayak, so it was quite a challenge to get across there. But except for one wave, I had no trouble. I would have to turn into each wave as I went along. One wave I caught me by surprise, and I looked up, and there's green water. And so I put in the high brace and waited for a few seconds and popped up. And I was glad my kayak was, total, it was loaded with 30 days worth of gear and equipment and food. So that kept it, you know, it didn't have an, it had too much uprightness, so it didn't turn over. Uh, that was about three miles from shore to, anyway. Anyway, so I got there and learned a few interesting facts about kayaking in Alaska. One, there are a lot of uh, salmon streams that the salmon run up. And they do that very nicely, but then they have this bad habit of dying. So when you paddle along, the, you know, paralleling the coast, you can smell a freshwater stream where you need to go get water to drink. You can smell it for maybe a mile before you get there with all the dead uh, salmon having washed down. And then it occurs to you that there are other people, and not people, there are other beings that are interested in those dead salmon in that fresh water. So came around the corner of the first one I found, and there were about 20 bald eagles all took off simultaneously right in front of me, which was one of the most spectacular things I've ever seen. There were no bears around, so I paddled up far enough to get at least a little bit of water that didn't smell, filled my water bottles and stuff, and, and continued on the way. Um, I spent a total of about 27 days kayaking from Juneau to the glacier, about 250-mile round trip. Um, I did several things other than kayaking. I would get park the kayak and go hiking up the glacier. Having been on glaciers in Denali, for example, before, it was fun to take it. I brought my uh, ice axe, figuring I could go climbing on the glaciers. and So I was able to cut steps and climb up the glaciers and have a great view. One beautiful glacier, I called it the blue-black glacier because a blue glacier came down one side which had hard rock underneath it, so it was mostly ice. And the black glacier came down the other valley and it had um, softer rock underneath it and it was almost black with dirt. And where they met made sort of a beautiful Y, blue and black together. And they never merged, but a stream came out from the bottom of them that I uh, was able to climb or uh, walk up under the ice. So that was spectacular. Uh, I only saw two whales. That was the biggest disappointment on the trip. They were a, apparently, as far as I could tell, they were male and female orca. One with the tall fin and one with the smaller fin. So I'm sure, pretty sure that's what they were. I wasn't getting names or serial numbers. The other, oh, the final experience that I had that was kind of exciting was I was paddling along the shore about 20 yards off the shore just watching the rocks go by. And I don't know how many of you experienced this, but as you watch rocks, they all look like bears. <laughs> you know, and you paddle along, oh, there's a bear. No, it's just a rock. Oh, oh, there's another bear. No, just a rock. Well, this one rock got up and started walking along the beach. <laughs> so I figured, now that one is a bear. And I was, I was you know, about as far from it as from the back of the hall here. And so every time, I'm, if I moved even a little bit, he'd get up on his hind legs and look, staring out there. He was a grizzly. 
And then he'd say, oh, I guess nothing. I'd hold still, and he'd get back down, and he was turning over rocks and eating anything he could find underneath them. And eventually, I floated by, and he wandered by and went up a little stream bed and disappeared into the woods. I was happy to, to see that he didn't decide to go for a swim that particular morning. The other, the last thing I wanted to make a comment about is, you know you're in a gale when you're watching seagulls who are flying very hard and they're going backwards. <laughs> now you know the wind is a little bit higher than they can manage, so that's pretty strong wind, and so I, I learned that. I learned a lot of this stuff, but at least I'm not in the dark as much as I was before. Thank you. <laughs> That was Larry Lehman from Port Townsend, who joined us at the Ruck right before the race to Alaska started last year in 2019. If you're a fan of the race to Alaska, you already know that they've had to cancel it this year, 2020, due to the COVID-19 pandemic. That's it for this week's podcast. At Boldly Went, we believe that the outdoors is for everyone, weekend warriors and pro athletes, and that people of all kinds need equal access to share their inspiring, intriguing, and impactful adventure stories. That's why we do what we do, create live shows where we record the stories released in this podcast, teach adventure storytelling classes, host an artist collective supporting shared learning between outdoor creatives, facilitate adventure lifestyle webinars and groups exploring equity and inclusion in the outdoors and how you can make a difference. This episode was written, recorded, and produced by me, Angel Mathis, at Boldly Went Productions. Edited and co-produced by Michaela Elias. Theme music is by Merricks. Support for this episode is provided by our amazing Boldly Went Patreon supporters. Thank you. Throw a dollar in the bucket at patreon.com slash boldlywent. I'm Angel Mathis, proudly bringing you this podcast from all over the world. One last thing, before you go, hit the follow or subscribe button on your podcast app now so you never miss an episode. Ignite your adventure. Adventure.